All right. Pierre Polyev, um, we talked about how he was on with John Oakley last week, and uh, he's got a new approach to um, adding supply of housing to the uh, market. And he's going to, if voted in, um, take on a carrot and stick approach. Have a listen. I'm going to uh, link federal infrastructure dollars to the number of houses that get built in our big cities. So for cities with more than 500,000 people that have overpriced real estate, I'm bringing in a new target. The cities are going to have to allow a 15% increase in the number of completed homes, or they're going to lose some of their federal infrastructure dollars, and they lose the same percentage as they missed, uh, as the amount by which they missed their target. He also said there's going to be, it's not, it's not all a uh, stick. It's going to be a carrot approach, too. Have a listen. There's going to be a carrot as well. This. The Liberals promised $10 billion in new spending on municipal housing in the recent budget. Well, I'm going to cut that in half to save taxpayer money. I'm going to use the $5 billion, $5 billion uh, of the, that I'm going to spend for a building bonus. And municipalities will get ten grand for every completed house uh, of new housing above what they built the previous year. So they increase the number of houses built, completed, and onto the market, they'll get an extra 10, uh, 10 grand for that that they can spend on serving their local citizens. So it's a carrot and a stick. Incentivize the municipalities to get out of the way, let builders build, get more affordable housing, and make it possible for our hardworking immigrants, youth, and working class to buy a home. That's Pierre Polyev, who wants to be the next Prime Minister of Canada. He's going to have to win the Conservative leadership before he does that. And then, of course... Uh, take on Justin Trudeau in the next election, but he is hoping to add supply to a limited uh, housing uh, supply out there. Uh, sales of new homes, by the way, dropped in March for the first time in six months. Today, there's a report out from Building Industry and Land Development Association. They show that the overall inventory of new homes and pre-construction units is at historic lows, so something has to be done. Here to talk about it, Dave Wilkes, who is president of the organization. Welcome to the show. Uh, good morning, Kelly. Uh, the, the most disturbing part you said in your intro there was it's four degrees on Wednesday. I'm, <laughs> I'm ready for this to be over, but uh, looking forward to talking about a uh, pretty important issue here, housing supply. Listen, weather is an important issue. It's weather, the cost of housing, the cost of groceries. You know, these are things that are on our listeners' minds. And obviously, you know, we're hitting a nerve with you, too. Let's talk about the um, situation right now as far as where we are supply-wise with uh, new builds. Yeah, so our association um, focuses our attention on the greater Toronto area. And we have a fundamental shortage of housing in the GTA. We're approximately 10,000 houses or homes short a year. And so we have a, a deficit that's been built up over the course of the last several years. As we see growth continuing within the GTA, uh, that uh, deficit or the market being out of balance will become uh, even greater. And we concur with a variety of commentators, both uh, you know provincially and federally, from uh, various governments and parties, from large banks, from the Housing Affordability Task Force report that was issued uh, earlier this year, uh, to a lots in the media that the fundamental way that we address the housing affordability crisis that we have is adding supply. So we think that's where the focus needs to be, and uh, we. We need to also believe it. It just can't be tinkering at the edges. We mm -hmm. need to fundamentally revolutionize the way we plan and, 
and approve housing. Do you like the idea of the carrot and stick approach to incentivize and disincentivize not meeting targets for municipalities that Pierre Polyev is, is presenting? Without commenting specifically on, uh, on uh, Mr. Polyev's uh, approach and the specifics around it, uh, his carrot and stick philosophy has been one that we've seen in, in many other areas. Uh, the provincial government has uh, imposed in a, a recent bill they put forward um, uh, penalties if municipalities don't approve uh, uh, projects and timeframes that are specified within provincial legislation. We saw in the Housing Affordability Task Force the same approach that because change needs to happen, because change is so difficult, because those that are living here, you know, have to understand the need for change and, and to address the affordability. The short answer to your question is yes. We, and I think that would create that mm-hmm. fundamental culture change on how to, how to allow for more housing to be built in the right areas of the GTA and, and get that market that is currently out of balance uh, back in balance. I'll give you one stat, Kelly. Uh, yeah. 70% of the land in, the G- in Toronto is zoned for single family housing. We need to right. take a hard look at that and, and recognize how we can have multifamily dwellings in the GTA to accommodate the growth and the, the change in lifestyle that we expect people to uh, to go through as they age. And, and I'm sure that people are people are saying, wait a minute, I thought Toronto was doing a lot to address this. And they certainly are. But you're talking about the GTA in general. You're talking about municipalities outside uh, Toronto City proper. And I think you're right. And I think those those municipalities are really starting to look at it. When you talk about your new report, um, I know that uh, low supply continues to raise concern. Where are we at year after year when it comes to uh, supply of new construction, new builds, whether it be uh, yeah, condos so we, or houses? Remain, sorry to interrupt you. My apologies. No, we no. remain at historically low uh, inventories for single family homes. There is 830 units uh, uh, in inventory, uh, slightly more for condos, but uh, there, you know, we estimate that in in order to have a healthy or an imbalanced market, you need six to nine months of uh, inventory of new homes in the pipeline uh, to uh, to allow the market to function in a way that uh, uh, doesn't see a continual escalation of prices. We're we're well below that. You know, like how far below? Uh, we're probably uh, two thirds below. Uh, wow, one to three months range, and uh, and that that challenge of getting enough inventory in the pipeline really stems from a, a couple of facts, municipalities, Toronto included, but across the GTA are just taking too long to approve uh, projects. It takes about two to three, if not longer, uh, timeframes to get a project approved. That Let me interrupt you, if you don't mind. And I, I say this only because I don't have a lot of time with you, but I am interested in this. It, is the reason why it's taking so long for municipalities to approve um, houses, does it have to do, or, or new builds, does it have to do with environmental concerns? Or does it have to do with uh, aesthetics? Because I know in a lot of cases, if you're building where an old property was, you've got to respect the heritage. Where Where's the big holdup, in your opinion? Yeah. So the answer to both those questions is a short no. The holdup is that the processes haven't improved. And there's there's okay. there's too much redundancy. There's too much bureaucracy. There's not enough efficiency in the processes, and, and that's really creeped in over the course of time. I'll give you a, another stat here: the Planning Act, which really governs how projects are approved, had seventeen thousand pages in it in 1970. Today or in 2020, it had ninety six thousand pages. So <laughs> you've got a system that has just yeah. been layered on and layered along, and it's broken and it needs fixing. Sure, because the people in charge of giving you the yay or nay, they've got to then go through all that. It must be incredibly confusing. It, it is 
confusing and inefficient and takes too long. So uh, there, this is not a tweak. It's a, it's a fundamental change. Okay. Well, how long is that going to take, Dave? Well, we got to start, right? And so I think this carrot and stick approach that we're hearing is, is the right approach. I think that there is a recognition that this change needs to happen. It won't be an overnight solution. I don't want to uh, mislead your listeners, but if we don't start today, we're going to be having the same conversation, uh, Kelly, until we start, and that's an abdication of responsibility. Well, I think you're a a very likable fella, Dave, but I hope not to have this conversation over and over again. (laughs) I want to have a conversation about how we changed, so uh, I agree. Okay. Well, we'll we'll put a pin in the conversation for now, and I want to thank you for your time. It's always a pleasure having you on the show. Kelly, thanks for the opportunity. Cheers. Dave Wilkes is president and CEO at Building Industry and Land Development Association.